galactic civil war spreads across the sun. From the height of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa. To fight the evil empire before people join the fray. These are the heroes of the Hydean Way. The galaxy is suffering through a period of civil war as the Galactic Empire attempts to stamp out the rebellion. Though the Rebellion destroyed the Death Star, the Empire's power is not to be denied, and the Rebellion is on the run. While generals and politicians organize matters back at base, there are always teams out gathering information, and this team is about to stumble onto something big. Very big. Join them as they come together in Episode 1, Never Judge a Bothan by Their Cover. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games Age of Rebellion. This is episode one of our Secretive Bothan adventure. And I'm Ben. I'm using they, them pronouns, and I am the GM for this adventure. I'm Leslie. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Teeth. This is Michael. I am using he, him pronouns, and I'll be playing the character of Dosk Valad. Hi, I'm Zach. I'll be playing Kurt Russell. I use he, him pronouns. And I'm David. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Bird Loxy. Tonight we have three light side, two dark side. The camera starts off looking out over this burnt rock that is just absolutely black. As it starts moving along, you can see little rivers of flowing lava. All of a sudden, you see, come in from the top of the camera, a Duracrete structure that rises up on a bluff. On the top is a large landing pad that a Starliner has just come in and landed upon. The scrabble of Celestins and Imperials coming out of it from their vacations and from their travels dispersing into the general mix of the landing and baggage claiming facilities. The camera then flows through the Imperial Stormtrooper stations and out into the emptied lava tube, and we see a large land speeder with a cover on it, a little light on top, and a little yellow and black checkered detail line going from the uh, hood all the way to the back engines. Inside we have our first Bothan, who is sitting behind the wheel. Teeth is chilling behind the wheel. He has a death stick unlighted in his, his hand. He's kind of tapping it, and then he just sticks it behind one ear. He has mottled fur. Uh, he calls it brindle. But it's convenient because depending on the lighting, it looks either black or brown. And he is wearing kind of a shabby peacoat style jacket and just kind of work-worn shirt and, and trousers. He hops out of his, his cab and he's holding a ripped flimsoplast. It's about 6 by 10. It's a weird shape. And on it scrawled is Coffee Run. He leans against his cab and faces the oncoming crowd, 
winking and waving as they walk past for the most part. And as he's looking through, he spots not a familiar face, but a face that looks right. And he kind of waves the flimsoplast at them. Traveling light, Dosk makes his way through the crowd toward the flimsoplast sign and the apparent uh, cabbie waiting for him. Uh, Dosk is medium height, medium build, blondish, tousled hair, tan fur, couple small scars on his chin. They add character. And he makes his way to the sign. Coffee run, eh? I could use a coffee run. That works out well, doesn't it? Hop in. I've got another mate to pick up before we get too far. Uh, do you have another one of those? Pointing at the death stick. Eh, you can have this one. It's for show anyway. He flips it to you in a quick spiral. Dosk reaches up to grab it and bobbles it a little bit. Doesn't smoothly catch it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll, uh, you want me to get in the front or would you prefer I sit in the back? Hey, you're pretty enough. Park it in the back. Teeth climbs in without anything else. You got it, boss. Hmm. And Dosk climbs into the back as well. Shuts the door. So Teeth will, uh, throw things in gear, cut somebody off pulling into traffic, and head toward the next corner, which is not too far away, but a couple of twists. He'll settle down outside of a nondescript building and look for another quasi-familiar face. Quickly scurrying from the, an alleyway nearby, uh, there, a dark brown bothan with a mohawk of even darker brown with ring piercings in his ears and septum, and a scar running from his the back of his jaw on his left side to the back of his ear. Comes out of the alleyway when he has a data pad in his hand, and he looks like he's typing something. He just comes to the front door, opens it, and sits inside. Hey, Kurt, how's it going? Almost done here. He taps something on his data pad, looks satisfied, and sits up. Ah, teeth, right? Quite. Dosk, good to meet you. Oh, hey, in the back seat. How's it going? I'm Kurt. I heard. I think I will be your slicer tonight. I think we're going to have a good time. Oh, we'll have a great time. I think your definition of good time might be different than mine, but we'll find out. And with that, teeth will pull away from the curb and head to the outskirts of the local populated area towards something a little less savory looking. This time when he uh, pulls over, he does not engage the parking brake. Rather, he keeps his foot on the brake. Stepping out of uh, essentially a bus stop, uh, you see a Bothan with very dark fur, uh, almost black. He's got a pair of stripes shaved into the side of his head, straight back on either side. And uh, his fur starts to model into an almost like cookies and cream, white and black mix at his hands. Uh, he steps up, adjusts his jacket, pulls the brim down on the flat cap that he's wearing, and walks up to the door, the back door of the, uh, I guess the taxi, and opens it up. Before he gets in, he takes his backpack and he sets it down in kind of the middle seat between him and Dosk. And uh, he makes sure to very carefully buckle it in 
And then he goes to sit down. Then he looks at the backpack. And he get, takes his own seatbelt, reaches across, ties it around the backpack, and then buckles it where it's supposed to go and sits down without buckling. And then he gets in. And he kind of looks around and he goes, trust me, you're going to want that staying where it is a lot more than you want me staying where I am. And then he looks and sees Dosk with the, the death stick and he goes, uh, yeah, you, you might want to toss that. Uh, I'm Bird, by the way. Nice, nice to meet y'all. Shuts the door. Glad I didn't light it. <laughs> and Dosk will so flick, the, flick the, the death stick unlit out the window. Kurt has procured a uh, mark and herb from behind his ear and he goes to, to light it and stops as the conversation in the back seat is going on. Well, I guess we're not having fun on the way. Well, depends on how much fun you want to have, you know. <laughs> it depends on how much distance you want to cover. Well, I'd rather cover all the distance in one piece. And conscious. All good thoughts. Well, I guess the gang's all here. So why don't we meet? And he's going to pull into traffic very carefully. <laughs> and uh, continue on our way. If you were going to drive this carefully, maybe you should have picked him up first. <laughs> <laughs> and have that stuff in my speeder that much longer? No. Thank you. Good point. I thought it was fun to drive fast on the way here, so, you know. I can mix in the stabilizing compounds when we get where we're going, but, you know, if, if you do that, then they pick it up on the flight security stuff. Teeth, my friend, I think we're going to have a very enjoyable relationship if you keep driving like that. <laughs> The four of you have been partially briefed on what your mission is, which is Sullust is one of the forge worlds of the Empire. Materials from other planets, at the rate that they're going through material, it even seems like other planets are coming through here. They ship in giant ships worth of raw material, it gets refined on Sullust, and then it gets shipped out to somewhere else. At one point, it had been going to Kuat, which is the big shipyard, and a few of the other shipyards, but there seems to have been a discrepancy with where everything's going, and it seems like a lot of stuff is disappearing into the Imperial Energy Directorate. And they thought a competent group of spies would be able to figure out what is going on and where is this going? Do we have a, a safe place to park, Ben? Yes. With Sullust, especially with the type of planet it is, it doesn't get that many tourists, but there is still a tiny bit of... It's like any place where you get enough people together. There are places of culture and places of relaxation to come and see. Sullust is no different. I imagine there's likely something that's similar to Niagara Falls, but it's magma. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the case in this. Yeah, yeah very it's much a tourist spot. Locals don't bother with it. It's only tourists, really, and locals trying to make a few credits off of the tourists that show up, taking pictures. You can take a speeder over the lava flow. Um, you can you can you know take a shielded speeder right up to the edge of the of the falls. Yeah, yeah, because that seems like a yeah. great idea. <laughs> if I you mean, pay extra, they let you cool wear a personal idea. deflector shield, and they walk behind the falls. <laughs> People riding off in barrels that are shielded. 
Minox stealing your snacks from the snack bar above the above the magma falls. All of the personalized shields have little logos on them, and they're all really poorly made. <laughs> there was a famous movie back before the Clone Wars where uh, a Jedi jumps off to save a kid and like flies mm-hmm. to get him back from the falls. Anyway, Ben, where are we going? <laughs> uh, okay, here's the thing, though. Now that you got me thinking about Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls is also a giant hydroelectric dam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a good point. Having the Imperial Energy Directorate right near this amazing lava flow that is falling over uh, the edge of this cliff that sounds like the kind of place they would be attempting to use that sort of rock liquid metal arrangement for smelting purposes it looks really pretty but it also has this practical aspect to it it's where they do the really rare smelting it's just it's so hot no one can really get in and steal it but also looks really cool, so people can go and just are touristy around it. So yeah, there's going to be a, several parking lots nearby. There'll be yeah a couple tourist shacks, maybe even a uh, hotel or two. Nothing like super high class, but definitely the place where. Eh. Is there a karaoke bar? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like the kind with individual karaoke rooms. Yes. Okay, yeah. It would be a combination. You'd have the general room where it would be essentially a bar that has a stage that does karaoke. And then also multitudes of private rooms where you could get like six, eight people into and have your own pretty soundproofed karaoke area. I'm I'm thinking that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Proximity to our our target and potentiality for enclosed discussion space. It's all a little warm for my taste, but anywhere with power is good for me. All right, well, as long as those drinks and decent music. <laughs> the music's what you make it here. <laughs> I make no promises, but there will be a room, there will be a plug, and there will be drinks. Sold. Works for me. All right, let's go. Just gonna cruise politely down, park carefully, and then look back over my shoulder at Bird. He's like, so those coming with us? Uh, well, I can put the stabilizing compounds in while we're talking, and then we won't have to worry about it. Oh, I'm out of the car now. So I'll see you guys inside. <laughs> 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 Just creeps out of the front seat. Uh, I haven't really described his outfit, I guess. He's wearing, like, it's loose-looking clothing, but around, like, the wrists and ankles, it's a little tighter. Uh, like, urban kind of wear. It's, it's uh, nondescript, earthy colors, and a beat-up-looking backpack where he has all his data pads and stuff. He just grabs his backpack and slides out of the speeder. I'll find a table. I'll uh, I'll come with. And Dusk <laughs> slides out as well. Uh, he's wearing a, a long... A two-thirds length jacket. Uh, used to be a nice jacket, and now it's definitely a little bit more thread-worn than before. Uh, utility vest underneath with a collarless shirt. Everything's clean. Everything looks like it's well cared for, but old. Uh, and he, he drags a duffel with him, a small duffel. All right, get, grab, us, grab us a spot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
I don't even know if the speeder was stopped moving. I just got out as soon as he's Good, like, I put the stabilizing cop out. I'm out. <laughs> Good luck with all of um, of that. Hopefully, you'll all remain in one piece. <laughs> you know, Bird. I don't think they have any faith in you. Ah, eh, well, I'm still here, aren't I? He, uh, I guess he'll start unzipping the backpack and uh, he'll take out these wrapped packages of like putty-like substance and start mixing them together like he's making uh, a dough ball. Are we doing that before we go in the building? <laughs> oh We're doing that God. in my cab now. Do- doing that in my cab. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. mine. I found it. Well, I borrowed. Well, it's mine. Hey, relax. <laughs> if I get it wrong, none of you will know. <laughs> so you won't All have right. time to know. So well. Uh start the process and then we got to join them inside yeah he, he does it with a kind of practiced speed it doesn't take him that long actually to get it all stabilized uh and he, he'll you know cheerfully explain as he's kneading it like a kid's play-doh set that uh if he does this before he gets on the flight then uh it sets off all sorts of detectors <laughs> serious question does bird have all his fingers <laughs> he does although you notice as he's doing it that there's some bald patches on the backs of his of his hand <laughs> Some very slight ones. And you start to wonder if the, the shaved stripes on the side of his head were all a stylistic choice. Well, yeah, on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so, Face, are you going to pick us up a table or a room? That would be Kurt, uh, I believe, uh, is our face. Oh, I'm not the face, no, I'm the no. slicer. No, Dos, yeah, sorry. Dos I'm, the I'm face. playing with two well, new people, uh, I apologize. If I, can get a wife, if I can get a wireless connection, I can just get us a room. We don't have to worry about talking. I'll, to uh, I'll, 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 I'll talk to the clerk. We'll, we'll get a room. It's fine. This is, yeah. this is what I do. This is do what it I do. your way, I guess. Puts his, <laughs> puts his data pad back in his backpack. And Dosk will head right up to the, to the counter, uh, speak to whomever the, the person working the counter is, the attendant. Yeah. So we just like a, a room, karaoke room, I believe, for, I don't know, a few hours. We'll definitely need uh, some bottle service as well. Um, do you have any availability? Oh, yes. This is somewhat of the off-season. So, yes, we have our pick of rooms for you. Are you wanting any particular theme or is just... That's a wonderful question. What themes do you have? <laughs> uh, we do have our core world. We have our space uh, station. We have our asteroid field, which is fairly popular, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. we have our deck. Anything for anything for lovers? <laughs> oh yes, absolutely, we do. Kurt tucks his arm through the crook of <laughs> of uh, of Dosk's arm, <laughs> and Dosk like leans kind of to the side and gives him a smile. <laughs> it's returned, <laughs> and then at that time. Uh, at that moment, Teeth walks up behind, helping Bird carry the bags. <laughs> Just kind of looks over, like, "Do you know what's going on?" Does quick introduction to the fact that Bothans can communicate word-free with manipulations of their fur and uh, nonverbal cues. So Teeth will look down <laughs> at Bird and kind of go, "Huh." <laughs> Bird will just kind of essentially Bothan shrug and uh, heft the backpack on with a sort of carefreeness now that it's not oh dangerous. 
Dusk looks over his shoulder. Oh, by the way, there'll be four of us. I promise we won't make a mess. Uh, at that moment, I will I will do my Rendui fur speak, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's basically just telling the, guy, the guys behind us just keep it quiet, go along with it. I have the perfect room for you. Please, right this way. Grabs a couple menus and starts down a hallway. You pass a few doors. You see one looking surprisingly imperial. A couple others, like one looking like the cockpit hatch on a Corellian freighter. And finally, you come to this very regal-looking door. It's primarily golden with a little bit of silver highlights on it very intricately patterned. The hostess will open up the door and leading the four of you inside and you come to what looks to be a balcony for a opera house and there is uh, six seats there done in two rows of three and what looks to be a staircase down to a small stage with a small hollow projector in front of the small stage and a hollow in front of the balcony there. Oh, this will be perfect. I am glad to hear that. The service droid shall be by very shortly. And uh, shall we be running a group tab or is it individual? Oh, no, you can put it all in one. Thank you. May you have a wonderful time. Jill back out and tap the door that then closes. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to know any of the songs. We're going to pay for it anyway. <laughs> and in the dull background, you get a little bit of uh, Redshift Limit, a <laughs> somewhat new, relatively punk band that is playing indie background. Just as almost music, but is very much their actual songs. You know, I don't hate it. Yeah, I've heard worse. <laughs> I mean, the Gamorrean's a little strange, but uh, all in all, I, I can I could sit through this. Gives them kind of a unique edge, I think. It's got a decent beat, and you can dance to it. You can dance if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've left my friends behind. But your friends don't dance? No, they don't dance. <laughs> Well, then, but no that's why they're no of friends of mine. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah, see we're yeah. all on the same musical page. Teeth <laughs> uh, uh, is going to walk over to the, the seats and look at them and notes that they have little flip-up tables where you can have, like, wine glass inserts and things. Like, well, I'm glad you uh, did the stabilizing in the car because there's no flat surfaces in here. <laughs> Uh, Kurt's going to go to the karaoke setup and attempt to slice in to make sure any microphones are off, that nothing's being recorded in the room, if that's possible. Okay. There should probably uh, be some noise, though. Oh, yeah, oh well, I'm going to leave the music play, but the microphones that pick us up, like it's a karaoke yeah. get up, right? I'm just going to turn off the... Well, there, we're going to want to put our own music on in the room for appearances. That's fair. So we should, just... we should pick a short playlist of karaoke songs and someone, I'm not going to you know, nominate anyone, perhaps Teeth, should sing <laughs> <laughs> just again for cover purposes. 
Teeth is over still playing with the furniture, seeing, you know, just looking if there's anything interesting going on. And you say that, and he just kind of looks up like, what? What? I'm paying attention. No, oh, you're not uh, talking about me? Okay. No, no, I'm, not, I'm talking, uh, I guess, around you, Teeth. Uh, perhaps, if you don't mind, uh, maybe uh, serenade us with a, a brief karaoke song. Again, again, for cover purposes only. We want to make sure. It looks as though purpose. we are yeah, here for yeah. Yes. I see I see how this works. This is, uh, you're the driver, can't do much else. Sing us oh, a song. Oh, no, no, I, not I got at you. all. No, I, I got you. No, I got you. No. I'll find a song. I'll find a song. Uh, you look He's as gonna go though you have a wonderful through. voice. While you sing, I can keep checking the system and make sure it's not being recorded anywhere. Uh-huh. That'll be, uh-huh. that'll, that'll be nice, you know? Make sure it's not being, you know, transmitted anywhere. Sure. You, you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's scrolling through the, the different songs. Yeah. Don't know that one. Don't know that one. I think I know that one. While so, the scrolling is going on, uh, Dosk will reach down and kind of zip open his duffel and you hear above, uh, just underneath the, the sound from the different rooms, the background music, you hear a, a couple of light beeps and Dosk lifts a small MSC droid out onto the floor and it starts kind of weaving around the room a bit. Sticks are relax. You know, you can, you can pack a surprising amount of equipment in those mouse droids. You know that? Yes. Well aware. Sixer has uh, Sixer's served as a courier for me on many occasions. Isn't that oh, right, yeah. Sixer? And Sixer, like he like runs forward and backs up, runs forward and backs up, and does a little circle, and then he moves over to what looks like a stain on the floor, and like little arms come out of the side of him, and he starts like kind of scraping at the stain on the floor. <laughs> uh, he's got a bit of a a cleaning problem. <laughs> it's it's that left is the hardest part to, to kind of get out of the programming. It is the left the maintenance programming. It's just so ingrained. It's like it's part of their operating system. It's nuts. Gives a whole new meaning to clean boot. But yeah, he'll uh, <laughs> uh, Sixer will will perform whatever simple function we might need him to. Uh, he does tend to go everywhere with me, so I, I will try to keep him with me. If we need a place to stash some data in a hurry, he's certainly a good option. Ooh, hard drive space. Excellent. What about um, compartments to store um, less than legal items? Well, uh, yeah, again, I've, I've got him set up basically with a few small storage compartments. Uh, he's also got uh, some built-in microphones and monitoring software. Again, he can do some simple things. Uh, his programming is a little limited. But for the most part, Imperials don't tend to notice him. Cool. Is he airtight? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he won't. He won't tell your secrets. Oh well, that's not what I mean. And uh, a very specific pouch gets opened on Kurt's backpack, and the room is just filled with odor. And uh, I just need somewhere to put this. And he goes over and taps on the little mouse. Well, you got some somewhere to put this? Uh, the mouse uh, droid beeps three times and a compartment opens up uh, in its back hatch. Ah, you're the best, bud. And he slides the little Ziploc bag in there. And All right, good to go. Taps it on top. The little hatch seals up and you hear a little... <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure I get most what, of that back. What, uh, what, what's in that? Oh, just, you know, some stuff. 
Mark, Mark and Herb hope no one really cares. Some, you know, other things. Uh-huh. Just, you uh-huh. know, I'm sure it's it's not the worst thing I've ever. Should had we focus story, on the so. job at hand rather oh, yeah, than totally. entertaining yeah. ourselves? Did you pick a song? Before that, how many of us, the rest of you all, want some of these uh, cocktail crayfish? He's like, ooh, ooh, dibs. A menu. Dibs, is there sauce? Oh, of course. Yeah, no, I'm getting all three. All three sauces. Are they, are they grilled or crispy? Uh, half and half. Oh, yeah, there we go. All right, so I'll <laughs> just punch in the order, I guess. Order <laughs> order whatever you'd like. I'm billing it back to my mother's account. Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> the trouble of, uh, you know, not paying. Rerouting the payment through some other channels. It's one of her shell accounts. She doesn't mind if I use it. Your mother. Hmm. Shell accounts. Uh, you have, she have many of these accounts? We'll talk about this later. Let's get back to the job at hand. Yes, yes, the job. Kurt's very interested in your mother. So am I singing or not? Do we know which one of us was told the job? Well, they, was the job told to you in song? <laughs> You told me I had to pick a song. You told me I had to sing. Fine, fine, fine. No, yeah. No, no, no. Please. <laughs> no, he goes and sits down, arms folded. We're just here to steal something or break something. And you're just making me pick a song. Nobody well, I, made I, you do anything. We simply asked. Uh, you, you could have just said no. You seem offended. <laughs> um, Ben, that, that was a very valid question that was just asked. Do all of us know? Do any of us know? Or does one of us have a, a hint of information that guides us to our purpose here? I think Teeth was given a small data crystal or okay. a sound slug that could be put in and a little bit of a mission briefing could be said. At this point, my expectations are pretty high. If it's not uh, General Riken singing us the plan, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Mothmas with Mon Mothma as lead. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mon Mothma the Donna in the, the, in the Karen Carpenter role. So after Teeth sits <laughs> down and sulks True. for a brief moment until uh, Bird offers some more cocktail crayfish, um, he'll dig around in a pocket that doesn't look like it should be a pocket, just looks kind of like a weird tear in his, his worn jacket. And then he'll flick a little crystal to our slicer friend. Take a gander that. It should answer, well, knowing the rebellion, a question or two. Whoa, is this, is this Kyber? Do I look like I have a jeweler's loop with me? Um, I do, but that's beyond the point. <laughs> I guess I could take a look at it. Is there any way I could do like a, some sort of analysis? I'm thinking that you've actually seen a few of these okay. in your run-ins, especially considering you're a slicer spy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm thinking that you've run into a few of these before, where it's a, if you have a certain, essentially decoder or a hollow matrix for it, it'll then play out. Mm, okay. Otherwise, it doesn't really do anything. But as long as you've got like, a source hologram that it's essentially like a stenography thing mm-hmm. where if you show a hologram through this it will then display the wanted text. Well then since we're at a karaoke bar uh, I imagine they have some sort of projector possibly a, like a, a light setup so that we could run through this 
yeah, yeah. normally it shows hollows for the music that gets played. Yeah, but it's it's completely connected to the smoke system, so we have to have both running it at the same time. <laughs> well, you know, uh, these things are just hollow projectors. Anyway, I, I could just I could probably crack this open and uh, run this through, see what's on it. Should we do like a mechanics, or would that be straight computers check? I think that this would actually just be a straight computers and somewhat itching for this, so I'm just going to have it be a red and a setback, because it is, like, fine, and also it is sort of rare for it, so making sure that, like, you were informed of which hollow video to play through it, but do they have it, that sort of thing. So yeah, okay. it's just going to be one red, one setback. Okay. And I'm using a destiny point to get that red. Cool. Let's see. I think I did this right. Yes, I did it right. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. <laughs> no! Yes, you did that right. <clears throat> what were your results? A failure and four advantage. Would that be like no video, just like garbled audio or something, or 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 uh, I didn't break it. <laughs> okay, for the four advantage, I'll go with both. That you didn't break it. And it's garbled audio, and it's garbled video, but garbled in, like, the super old-school way of how they used to encode channels on cables. So it's... (laughs) It's, like, wavy. (laughs) It's super wavy. The colors are completely off. It's rolling. Like, you know how in the hollow projections, they've got that little bar going up to show that's a hologram? (laughs) Well, this, it's just the entire image is rolling with it. It's got no vertical stabilization. The horizontals skewed to like 60 degrees. And it's producing colors. You didn't know that a hollow projector could do. There's just too many magnets in here. It's fine, though. We'll be able to get the gist of it. It's not, it's it's just a machine, you know, I have subpar equipment. Uh huh. Right. It starts off as after the uh, strike from. From Quartz 66, the Imperial Energy Systems was created on Sullust to bring the construction of the Empire back to full capacity. They have been bleeding Sullust dry, both the people and of the uh, materials here. So much material is coming through here. We know that this is a major transfer point, but... This is the end of a hyperspace corridor that we have no idea where it goes. The four of you are some of our best intelligence agents. And we are wanting and expecting that the four of you will be able to find the other end of this pipeline. Whoa. They don't give us the small jobs, do they? No, they do not. Oh. I'm not sure there are small jobs left anymore, if we're completely honest. Not since the Dark Times. Not since the Empire. I mean, you blow up a Death Star, things tend to escalate. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if they've got more of those. Can, can I just That'd point out, bad. when you have a Death Star, things have already <laughs> escalated. <laughs> That's Very touche. true. Very true. Now, oh, come on. This will be a piece of farcher cake. Do they have that on the menu here? <laughs> I don't know that they have Farcha, but I believe I saw some Yar Yar. Works for me. Uh, too sweet for my blood. In comes a Treadwell carrying a, a tray with the previous orders on it. 
Kurt scrambles using... to uh, make sure that his slicing equipment isn't visible <laughs> and uh, detaches it from the hollow projector. Uh, Treadwolves have at least a dozen manipulator arms, and so passes out while still holding up the tray with two of its arms, and it's just passing out the different dishes to everyone, making sure that everyone gets them onto their little fold-out tables, making sure that everyone's got their drinks, leaving a bottle of wine with you, tipping the dual cameras that are its eyes, and then just using its treads and doing a three-point turn to head out the door. Just as it makes it to the door, turns around and looks at you for with its eyes on the top of the pole, and you almost see that it winks, and then the door closes. (laughs) Honestly, a little disconcerting. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we're not the first people he's caught trying to install Clue Hero onto the karaoke machine. (laughs) Those things always creep me out. There would be a deer and pass me the tincta shells, would you please? Of course, yeah, here you go. Oh, thank you. Hey, look at this. All the little cocktail weenies come on sticks. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, I'm uh, saving these that, sticks. Uh, Tuscan Sunrise? Oh, yeah, that's mine. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, and a golden pod racer. I'll take that. That one's mine as well. Wow, that's a strong one. Uh, I've, had, I've heard it compared to pod racer fuel in the past. Uh, it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, it's almost like Booster Blue, but legal. Is it legal? Bird just grabs the Hydro Spanner off the table and takes a, a big sip. <laughs> so yep. we have to find the other end of the pipeline. Well, if they're transmitting anything, we'll find them. I suppose they want us to blow something up, too, if they brought you along. That is usually in the job description. How long does that stabilizer usually uh, stabilize? Uh, until I run an electric shock through it. Keep that far away from me. (laughs) So what you're saying is we shouldn't be treading onto any shag carpets. I think you need a little bit more of a jolt than that. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Have you ever gotten a static electric shock from a shag carpet? Uh, Fair point. Yeah, they don't make them like they do on Batha Louie. Everywhere else, there's a lot more static. Yeah, maybe maybe don't slide on the seats in the cab either. Just sit. <laughs> We're all like touching metal before we sit down. And <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I have this grounding wrist strap. <laughs> he, he takes the backpack and kind of tosses it up and down. He's like, look, don't worry about it. This stuff won't go <laughs> ah, off unless geez, I want no. it to. <laughs> Kurt just I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> all right. So... We got to get in somewhere important. We got to find information or we got to find the stuff. So I find the end of the pipeline. Do we want the stuff or the information? Why not both? Do they want it or do we destroy it? Well, I mean, we could get the information and then we could destroy it. Well, uh, no, no, that's actually a very good question. Do, are we supposed to bring back any samples of material along with information? Uh, usually when I get assigned to one of these jobs, they want as much stuff as possible, and then they want me to keep the Empire from using the rest. Yeah, if I'm here, they're gonna want, they're gonna want something. I usually don't get tag along on these unless I'm, uh, retrieving something. I specialize in the Imperial database, so. Uh, I'm literally here because I have a pretty face, so. <laughs> no smile That's for us. That's my job. <laughs> 
and Dosk will smile and you can see the, uh, his teeth look like they've been capped. Like he's got like very, veneers. very pearly white teeth. Um, yeah, they've got to be veneers. <laughs> There's no way they're naturally that white. Wow, that's bright. Shiny. <laughs> teeth, teeth also grins. And his, his teeth are not perfect, but they're prominent. And he winks. Not bad. Bird still has all his teeth, which is pretty much the most that you need to know. Given his line of work. <laughs> I thought you'd like a hockey player. <laughs> Teeth, I feel like I should give you my veneers. It fits the namesake a bit better. Eh, I take good care of mine. I gotta, yours are, what I drink. Mine are pretty, but yours look very effective. I've got my methods. I bet. He grins a little wider and you can see a little further back way towards the back of his mouth, there is actually like a gold tooth. <laughs> I try to take care of him. We do what we can. Yes. Okay. So Ben, quick question. Yep. Did the context of the message imply we're getting information? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I think we're actually, we're actually asking that question. Are we? Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of using it as a get information here as best as you can. And I'm thinking that by the end of tonight's recording, you will find something that is going to get the four of you onto a ship heading to the other end of the pipeline. Mm. Well, we're not getting there in the speeder we've got. So uh, how do we propose we get down this corridor? The one thing is, is that Imperial Energy Systems is shipping or transshipping a bunch of stuff through Sullust. Mm. This is a, the start of a the pipeline. and oh, So we're not looking for like uh, a ship to get there. We're looking for a very specific ride. You're essentially looking for the Star Wars giant equivalent of the semi-truck to get into the back of. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So the, the question I think I'm having is when you say pipeline, are you speaking like a physical pipeline that's on this planet or metaphorically like this is the start of where things are being shipped out somewhere else? Things are getting shipped out from this point to another location. Got it. I was using pipeline in place of a hyperspace route. That's what I, I thought, but I wanted to just clarify for my own purposes. All right. So uh, player to player, what we know is there is a massive energy plant behind a massive lava fall. And I don't know what video games you have experience with, but my training and my video game experience and so on always says check behind the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so always. I'm voting that we come up with a way to get behind a waterfall and go up into the plant what? from like oh. underground. Or we under- have a way to go behind the waterfall. It's one of those uh, shielded vessels that you guys, the, the, we can do the behind, we can do the behind the falls tour. And I'm sure there is a back door somewhere on the tour that will let us into an area we shouldn't be in. I mean, it's only one tour guide. <laughs> Hi- hijack the tour that goes to s- sit at the top and <laughs> take it in. Our- <laughs> like, how... Uh- well, you know, if the tour goes behind the waterfall with our personal shields and then, say, like, four members of the tour just, you know, disappear, uh-huh. it wouldn't be the first time. Okay. These shields are faulty. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> well, uh, just let me do a diagnostic before we uh, actually go well, in there. 
again, this is like a player to, uh, again, like, I think we're just kind of talking this out player no. to player, right? Without, we're not in character right yeah, now. Yeah, right? I was, I'm ready to move into character since that was, I wasn't sure how well that idea would work, but y'all seem to like it. So let's. Yeah, let's roll with it. Yeah, for sure. On. I like awesome. it. I can make the suggestion considering it seems from the context that I might have been here the longest. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got an idea to like get in this place then? Well, I got to say, I don't know if you noticed out, outside out front, there's lots of tours and stuff. They've got this big waterfall. Locals are like, meh, whatever. But I do know that there is a power plant not far from it. And if we could maybe get behind the scenes, we could. We'll get behind the scenes. All right. I'm picking up a twig now. This is a touristy place, yes? And I believe I read somewhere on one of the pamphlets out front that there is a a behind the, the magma tour that will take you behind the falls. Seems like a good place to start. It's easy to get lost in those lava tubes. Sure, they have a waiver. We'll sign and forget about. Well, either that, or they've got the speeder tours that take you down low. I suppose if one one fails, we have the other option. The speeder tours are only on only covering the lava flow itself. They don't go behind the flow, do they? I mean, it depends on who's driving. Good point. But at this particular juncture, I do not have access. So. If our friend uh, with the technology would like to do something clever, oh yeah, uh, we can get into the if we can get to the uh, the tour itself. I'm sure I could acquire a vehicle, preferably more clever than the the trick with the hollow projector. Yes, <laughs> I, like I said, faulty equipment. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's not the first time the it's not the first time that I've received a, a faulty data crystal from from Spinet or from the Rebellion, so... Alright, so... The four of you have your... Are lava ponchos on? Yes, everybody in Star Wars has to wear a poncho. Oh, I love... <laughs> I love the idea of a lava poncho, for sure. <laughs> I am so in love with that. It's a very placebo poncho. <laughs> you have to test it, it's too late. And and we all have very, very, very well-worn, like, personal force field projectors. Like, the kind that are so worn that you can't just see them, like, you know how you see them when they turn on, but you can see the ripples at all times. Can I sort of shield it with my poncho and attempt to make sure that mine works very well? Like, just, you know, take a peek (laughs) at the inside. So, while they're doing the the required 45-minute safety spiel... I'm, uh, Kurt will lean in. You guys want me to take a look at those and uh, see if I can uh, increase power output? Make these a little uh, little safer? Indubitably. Please, start with Mr. Explosives. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, give me yours, now. Yeah. Bird will hand it over without complaint, although he's already taken the back panel off, so he hands that over separately. Oh, why are you already in here? This is not... No, this is not yours. <laughs> you better, I hope there's no putty in here. I have confirmed it is not a bomb. <laughs> uh, I think Teeth is going to stand kind of in front of this, paying attention, quote unquote. Kurt is just rubbing the, his brow, like oh. the bridge of his nose, pinching it. <laughs> oh, okay. it definitely. I think definitely Dosk is going to move kind of to the other side of the group and start doing like kind of the, 
like turning and kind of paying attention and like looking at people in the crowd and smiling and kind of trying to make a bit of a scene, like adjusting his poncho and trying to look attractive. <laughs> attractive, but deflective. To distract from the uh, from the scene uh, of Kurt messing with the shield generators. I am going to get two rolls. One okay. from Dosk. This really feels like a deception. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be a average, so two purple, and I'm going to toss in a setback because there's a lot of motion going on behind you. Okay, my skill set and my talents allow me to uh, negate three setbacks. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Can I throw a boost in since I'm also deflecting? Uh, yes. Sweet. All right, so I will be rolling one yellow, two greens, and then a blue. Yeah. A blue from uh, from teeth. Correct. Okay, thank you. <coughs> three advantages. I got three advantages. What would you like to wow. do with those? <laughs> uh, I think I'd like to pass a blue die on to, uh, I'm going to say, probably Kurt's check. Are we going to succeed at something tonight? <laughs> I've got a couple. Not, not uh, according to the dice roller. I got a couple talents I'm holding on to. Since it wasn't a successful check, I'm thinking that someone does pick up on what's going on. But I'm thinking it's like this 14-year-old Celestin child that has been dragged here. And yeah, currently they're doing a uh, long-winded thing about the lava tubes in behind. And they're just bored. So they're casting about looking around and then see Kurt doing things and seeing Dosk looking very interesting and like they're interested in the out-of-towners. So it's like this 14-year-old Celestin child is just absolutely wrapped with attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, datapad cord isn't as long as I hoped it would be. So there's a little bit of rustling around as I'm trying to get to the power pack on the back. Would you of... say it's Kurt rustling around? <laughs> it's <is> Kurt <laughs> rustling around. As long as there's no snakes, then we're Pliskin, you know? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, this would be a mechanics check. On the other hand, this would be, I'm going to go with another average mechanics check. So Two purple, and since you are trying to be a little bit stealthy with it, I'm going to toss in a setback as well. Would this? Could I argue this being um, computers if I'm messing with the, the circuit cards inside, rerouting through the circuit cards? Yeah, I could go with that. I'd want to toss in another setback for that, but yes. Okay. I mean, if you want the mechanics, I'll do the mechanics. I'll, I'm just trying to see what I can get away with. If he'll accept it, I can offer mechanics assistance because I have five ranks in mechanics. Oh, wow. You've got better mechanics than me. I just have my four intellect. Mechanics is uh, is what you have to use to blow stuff up without blowing yeah. yourself up. Yeah, my computer skill is, is your <laughs> mechanic skill. Yeah, so I think between the two of us, we can figure it out. You're tag teaming. Mm -hmm. What's your intellect? Uh, four. So is mine. So it would just be you making the roll with my advantage then, right? Or, or my... I'd be going with, because there was one boost brought in from the previous roll, then the assistance would be another boost on account of with Bird being a higher skill equal 
uh, ability. It would be so. Yeah, bird would be rolling it on two boosts as well. Okay. Uh, hmm. What's the difficulty again? With it being mechanics, it would be uh, two purple, one setback. That's a mouthful of a dice pool. All I right, might require a- your assistance. <laughs> <laughs> Between the two of us, we get a success and five advantage. Wow. A success. Can the five advantage be that we just get all of them? It's the same process. We just duplicate it. I think I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Cool. Because <laughs> I had to make that over and over again, Mike, and poorly a couple times. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I was figuring that this was going to be one rule for a lot of them. Oh, okay. But also. So really, I'm going to eat three of the advantage for that. If there's something that you'd want to use two advantage on. Somehow, on accident, we convince the kid that nothing interesting is going on, so they don't draw attention to us from anyone else. Yeah, I, I can go with that. We're boring. Like, <laughs> it just looks like somebody like tucking their kid's uh, shirt into their pants, but it's like, oh, straightening a poncho. Maybe while the safety demonstration is going on behind them, like as you you know, you kind of imagine this happening either on the speeder or maybe on in a in a building next to the falls, there's a large like lava flow explosion. Like there's just a boom. And you know, a big full a big jerk of lava jerk. Is that even a word? Uh, it is now. <laughs> a, Dr. Seuss could do it, so can you. Thank you. A wall of lava just like flies off of the falls in this large explosion and it definitely draws the kids attention it i'm thinking it draws everybody's attention for that moment there's that big flare and that the noise covers up that last little click the speaker it's totally safe guys it's totally safe this happens all the time There's a couple in the back. There's a couple of Erodians that are quickly trying to take off their ponchos and like take off their their force field belts <laughs> and like make to the. They're trying to head back to the gangplank <laughs> to get back to the dock. All right, now, right this way, right this way. Come on, you've gone through the safety video and the discussions and the demonstrations. You've spent your time. Now is the time for the fun. Right this way. Right this way. Right this way. As we're walking past, like, you know, they've got to have like a little booth that next or table or something set up next to the exit that we leave through to get to wherever we're going. Is there like employee only information I could discreetly lift that might be like a map or a um, access card, access card, you know, useful things? Yeah, I could definitely go with that. Especially the more access cardy type stuff. Thinking I can go for whomever's coming off the the last tour that just got back and they're they're going on break. <laughs> yeah, they've taken okay, their jacket like off that. with their badge attached to it. Oh, I would totally assist with skullduggery. All right. Um, are you a four? I am a. I'm a three. Are you a three cunning? Yep. Okay, so I'm a four cunning. Skullduggery is going to be. Uh, do you have multiple ranks? I have one rank. All right. I also have one rank. So like I assist, assisted you, you assist me. That yep. is good enough for me. So yellow, green, 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 green. I'm going with the theme of two purple, one setback. Okay. And you know what? Because I think it's going to be useful. Um, I am going to upgrade. So destiny flip. Flip. Boop, and boop. 
Yes. Bam. Huzzah. All right. So um, right. as we're we're heading out, Scott, Scott from Tour Group B, is uh, shrugging off his protective poncho and uh, hanging up on the hook. And as he turns, I brush past him lightly, and Dosk catches his eye and throws a very attractive smile his way. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Would oh, you yeah. wink? The- Flash the pearlies for sure. Yeah. Teeth does the same thing, but in a more self-satisfied way as he reaches (laughs) over and just goes. (laughs) And you hear that little click and it goes straight up a sleeve. And as they're walking past the Dosk will kind of mouth under his breath. Call me later. (laughs) (laughs) To Scott. The Celestin would look a little bit confused for a moment and then just sees Dosk and nods. Sure thing, sir. (laughs) Oi, catch up. They're leaving us behind. Yep, yep. I'm coming, coming. The Solace, their mouth flaps just do something for me. I'm very happy for you. (laughs) Are jowls? Do you call those, what are those jowls? I I don't don't know. Oh, those are absolutely jowls. (laughs) Are they? I'm not convinced. Because they all have them, and jowls are something you acquire. Hmm. <laughs> well, then I have no idea what to call those things. I mean, if those are jowls, what does that mean huts have? Are uh, huts just made uh, of uh, jowls? Huts have chins, dear. Huts have... Never mind. Huts have masks. Folds. <laughs> huts have folds. Not even chins. So much... It's, it's just folds. It's it's folds and and. It's like that fart cake. Not so much layers. Roll, uh, folds. Yes, folds. Exactly, exactly. A good fart cake has many folds. And we're all having like this a, conversation like at the back of the pack. And all of a sudden there's looking. a little boop boop. And our little uh, shields go, ding. Please attend to the group. Please attend <laughs> to the group. <laughs> the Celestin Falls Corporation is not liable for any accidents if you do not attend the group. Oh, God, we got to fix that. Yes, Kurt, if you could, please disable yeah, that. Absolutely. Let me plug in. Yeah, but it has a good point. We should probably at least pretend to catch up since this isn't the dangerous part. I can keep, <laughs> I can keep in step behind you. That's all right. I'm thinking that doing the two things at once is going to be really all it is is turning down the volume on that. So it's just going to be an easy computers check. Tossing a setback since you're doing it while walking. Oh, good, it worked. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, hold on, I have an ability for this. Uh, 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 natural programmer. Nope, that's it. Yeah, once per session, may re-roll any one computer's check. <clears throat> Ooh, do we want right. to use it for this? Uh, nah, I don't do know. It. Yeah, okay. kind of. We're going to get through yep. doors. Yep. And we've got a guy that can explode things. I was going to yeah. say, if you can't hack into the door, I've got a, I've got a solution. If you the can't, thing is, I can't I make it solutions. easier because I have another skill that makes that reduces the difficulty, but down to easy. So, yeah. <sighs> if we can't hack it, are you kidding me? It literally just solidified. Oh, wow. It's like, no, this is a failure. Oh, uh, one that was failure the biggest F you from the dice. 
maybe these are solid state units, so there's very little actual mm-hmm. programming to bypass. It's literally like physical physical items in the unit or physical layouts in the unit that are stopping you from well, making any real changes. They're also so old and beat up, and yeah, they just haven't yeah. used and used and used. Like, you can't barely yeah. get any of your uh, connections made. You can't exactly. Get- the contacts yeah. are so worn that you can't actually plug in. You guys, I don't know when the last time we did maintenance on these were, but uh, it couldn't have been recently because I can't get anything out of these. <laughs> I'm <laughs> guessing around the time of the Clone Wars. Now, oh, at least. Can the four advantage be they're at least quieter? Like, they're not yes. off, they're just, it's a lower volume. Yes. that You've gotten down to the lowest that uh, person naturally set it, but to go any lower, you'd actually have to be able to succeed on the roll. Alright, guys, yeah, the think. only way where this is going to work is if we oh. uh, is if we ditch whenever someone's asking a question, because otherwise they're going to hear us. I, I also like the idea that the failure switched the language <laughs> from, uh, from basic to Tuscan. Why do they even have that language? <laughs> You've never seen a Tuscan tourist? It's basically just binary. <laughs> oh yeah, but binary is so much worse, because it's going to be a series of beeps which will resound. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got extra. I've, I've got a sock we can put it in. Come on. Let's uh, just keep on, going. On, on the plus okay. side, there's a good chance no one in our party, in, in the tour group, speaks Tuscan. I don't know. That the kid was kind of, looked like they're kind of smart. <laughs> you proceed with the tour group. They show you several different places where, like, they're talking up the energy production of this place, how... 85% of the magma is diverted and going through the turbines. Only 15% are actually flowing over the falls. But even still, we've still got these beautiful falls. And every now and then, they go up to full capacity. And once every three years, they turn off the falls and root around for everything that gets lost. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can turn off falls? Oh, yes. Yes, they absolutely can turn off these falls. They've done it every now and then. Uh, the last time one of the barrels that went over and didn't resurface, they turned them off to see if they could find someone. Ah. Sadly, the hut who was inside was uh, a little overdone, to put it lightly, but they still were able to find the corpse and return it to their Kajik. That brings to mind a wonderful question, and, and that is... What survives the falls? Barrels. Not, not huts. <laughs> so so would that be roasting or like sous I don't want to think about the smell. No, no, no. Because uh, Kurt yes. wanders off. I so, think by the I think after a few minutes it just counts as a sous vide, really, because you're yeah. at that point it's it's cooking in its own juices, yes? Oh no, huh? And it's at a constant <laughs> temperature. Oh, oh. just in the background. <laughs> oh. And technically it's sealed in a barrel, so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, that was not a character. That was just me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretending that was in character. Like, yeah. oh, maybe we should go check on him. He doesn't look good. What I'm figuring is, is that... This discussion has weirded everyone in the tour group out, and they have all now essentially turned their backs to you, (laughs) which would make it likely a decent time for you to duck away as you do see a 
employees only door. <laughs> so if you were willing to do, this one does feel like it should be a slightly, I think that this is going to be, uh, yeah, I'm just going to make it be a group stealth check with a difficulty of one red, one purple, and one setback. Okay. All right, stealth. I've got um, uh, three, three ranks. Yeah, I've got two stealth and three cunning, so it's not going to be mine. <laughs> well, stealth is agility. I only have a three agility also, so <laughs> yeah, I have two agility and two stealth, I, so I have two yellows, and that's it. I have no ranks, one yellow, one green. Okay, so maybe this is my role. For three setback or three boost, though. Hey. <laughs> and I mean, there's a lot of light side points. It's not like you have to worry about using a force point. That's true. That's true. I, I can get that factor out of my brain this game. Going to have to unlearn that part. Hey, I got <laughs> a quick question real quick. Unlearn yeah. what you have learned. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice. I'm impressed. Uh, that check to turn the vault to, to, like, mute them, essentially... Would that have been considered a check to break a code? Yeah, it pretty much would. <sighs> okay. I could have made it a simple check with my other skill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's well. okay. We might need that one later. Narratively, it's Let's good. Let's hold on to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're well, this- gone. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, our group roll ended up with those beautiful boosts, two of which showed up. I'm going to say I'm going to say our friend that was losing his lunch over the sous vide conversation. It was distracted <laughs> enough that it wasn't tremendously helpful to have him in the party. But we got three success and and triumph. So not only did we peel away beautifully from the group, I'm thinking perhaps there was a slight explosion that drew everybody's attention. So we peeled away and for all they know, we're dead, but there's nothing they can do about it. So they're going to continue with the tour. They don't care. We signed the they waivers. Say they were not responsible. Yeah. Yep. We signed the, waivers. the group. Yep. And now everyone's questioning their ponchos. So they're distracted. We can hear the Celestin in the different distance saying they're probably Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're well you know, protected they're... they'll catch up with us <laughs> oh. um, but yeah so we, we peel away from the group and pretty quickly find a uh, we follow the, the wires that lead us to the lights <laughs> down the tunnels that lead us to a door that takes you through the door and inside you see on a massive corridor down the middle of it, you see turbines that have magma flowing through a magnetic field in through and into a turbine below, and you just see this blue haze of a magnetic field guiding it in place of a tube so that you can actually see the magma That's going. So cool. On the far left side, you can see just ingots upon ingots upon ingots of different metals, all of them looking amazingly dense metals, Mm -hmm. like the kind of stuff that would go into ship hulls or the like. And you also see similar sized ingots of other rare metals that you just never would consider that they could have enough together to make an ingot of, but you see like a pallet of these ingots. There's something big going on here. 
I mean, they weren't joking when they said they were the forging capital of the, uh, wherever we are, sector. Do we leave this place up and running when we go? Uh, It's built under a lava flow, so it wouldn't be that hard to make it not work. It's also going to cripple an entire planet. Well, yeah, but... Of people. Yeah, but the Empire. Yeah, but if we're not fighting for the people, who are we fighting for? Well put, Teeth. If we can't hit the Empire hard enough, then what's what's the point? Maybe we can figure a way to... to Maybe not destroy it, but cripple it. Maybe Maybe we can get some of these pallets into the lava... Ooh, maybe yeah. perhaps we can determine what metals are being used for what purpose. I'll look for a clipboard. <laughs> so always a clipboard somewhere. With this much metal and this many ingots, there's got to be shipping manifests somewhere. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me on Twitter at LeslitGS. You can find me, Michael, on Twitter at LoserMLW, and you can find me on the Redemption Podcast at Redemption Pod. And you can find me on TalesOfTheOtterRim.com um, at TOTORFFG on Twitter. And uh, on the Tales of the Adderin podcast. I'm sorry, are you Totoro FFG? Totor. T-O-T-O-R. Tales of the Adderim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotcha. All good. I'm back. I, I stumble over my words sometimes. And you can find me, David, at aka Agent Shades on Twitter or Agent Shades on YouTube. And we are all at theheidianway.com where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. We're also on Facebook as The Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroesattheheideanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can send the team some calf at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Bloopers, if any. Is that how you pronounce that? Ko-fi? I was just thinking. I think I said that wrong. <laughs> well, I, I never. I hear people say ko-fi, coffee. I usually just spell like, it out. I, I, I always just spelled it out. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's ko-fi. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's ko-fi. I'm pretty sure I don't, I don't say it. I just ko-fi. tell people it's ko-fi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we avoid it's avoid fine. pronouncing it's it. Cunningly. <laughs> it's fine. Because we're boffins. <laughs> I'm just going on. Every time I try and say it as a word, I just facepalm. So. <laughs> this is Michael. I am using he, him pronouns, and I'll be playing the character of Dosk Vahar. Dosk Valab, sorry, Valab. I don't even know my character's name. Michael. Thank you, I wasn't sure if if the order of introduction was also the order of introduction. Yeah. Or not. We'll keep it easy. Yeah. I can't help but think of that joke they always tell on the, there's a jungle cruise ride at Disney World where you ride behind a waterfall and they're like, look, the backside of water.
And a character. It was ridiculous how how bad I feel that considering <laughs> how good my computer skill is. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's like very un- unlikely. Thank you, so, Final Fantasy Kurt, Dice. Kurt is, the, is kind of... Oh my of, gosh, uh, hold on. Let me... Thank you, Fantasy Flight Dice, not Final <laughs> Fantasy Dice. I do that all the time. I still do that all the time. It's been You're like six years. I didn't even notice. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Final Fantasy Dice. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine they're dice that are shaped like chocobos. <laughs> right, right. Nice. Oh, yeah. Work? Quite. <laughs> 